Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Wind and Solar's general manager, David McDerris, we discuss the latest on self-reliant energy. Check out our additional educational information, including dates for our hands-on workshops conducted in Seymour, on our website, windandsolar.com. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and if you haven't already done so, please consider subscribing. So yesterday, I went and got my hair did. And the lady's been cutting my hair for a long time, and she knows that, you know, I work for Crystal here at Missouri Wind, and she was telling me how, you know, they were finally getting interested to do some solar for their home. And she was throwing some stuff at me and, you know, just how people are, are wanting to do when they find out you work in the business and everything and how, you know, she wanted to do this and wanted to do that. It was a nice conversation, but one of the things that it struck with me, because one of the comments that was made was, you know, as far as what the system could do and what she wanted it to do. And, you know, one of the things that she wanted it to do was to run HVAC. And I said, well, you know, that takes a lot of power. And she said, okay, well, yeah. I said, you know, now if you want to do something like a fan, that's different. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, what, what about if I ran a little space heater or something? And I said, well, again, that's one of those things that's really tough. And it got me just thinking that one of the things that we could talk about here is how we design systems and helping people understand that what we design a system for is how it can be used. And so let's talk about that for a minute, David. I mean, what are some of the experiences that you've seen where we need to help the customer understand what's happening and managing that expectation with the customer? That scenario you gave is a great scenario of that, right? So Heating and cooling. Heating and cooling anything is the biggest draw on your electrical system of anything. I mean, being as you're heating food, heating the air, heating water, it doesn't matter. If you're heating something, that's your biggest draw, heating clothes to dry them. And then cooling is another big factor, especially as you start getting into these 100 and 103 degree days, you know. Well, heating is just anymore. It's cooling in reverse. Right. That's exactly right. It's dumping the heat outside versus inside. Correct. So it's kind of along the same lines, right? So where everything is doing the same. So it's a very big draw on the system. So Wes comes in and says, hey, I've got a 5,000 watt or 5,000 BTU air conditioner, and I've got to run this thing in my home. And so maybe I look at the numbers on it and I design a system and I say, okay, Wes, I just want to run it at night when I'm sleeping. I mean, I can deal with the day I'm gone during the day, but at night I got to have it cool in my house. Okay. So if I could get that to run six hours, would that be good? Yeah, that'd be great. So that's what I do. Right. So I run it. I design a system based on the information he's given me to run six hours a day with minimal autonomy. So that meaning If it doesn't charge daily, it's not really going to do this on a day-to-day basis. And so then Wes calls me back. It's been 105 out. The nights are only getting down to mid-80s. And he calls me and says, hey, this thing's it's just, it's not keeping my house cool at night. And it's shutting off. The next morning, it's already shut off. So I ask, you know, how many hours has it been running? And he says, well, it's been running 12 hours, 12, 13 hours a day. 
right there's the problem. I designed it for six hours. You've used it double what I've told you. So with that, I mean, that's why we ask all the questions we do. That's why, why somebody just telling us, I've got a three-bedroom, two-bath house that's 1,900 square feet. That gives us no information to base off of. We've got to know what you're running and how long that's going to be running. That's your load analysis. Without that, we're going to design a system that from the very beginning is probably set up to fail. If you give us minimal information, you're going to get minimal results from the deal. Right. I mean, one of the things that just, you know, we've lived off grid now for about eight months. Right. And I mean, if you're going to do this, you've got to be in the game. You can't just decide that. Yeah. Yeah. And we're talking about off grid here, you know? So if you've got a system that's capable and a lot of people are like, well, my system runs great and they're grid tie slash battery based backup type deal. Well, probably will always run great because when that system hits the low level that you told it to get off, it just pulls from the grid. But if you're off grid, if you're totally off grid, there's no pulling from anything unless you have a generator to start. We've had four days of rain, which is possible. Which is possible. I don't know Uh, about right now. Yeah, we'd cross our fingers. (laughs) But you've got to understand then it may not be the day to dry clothes if you're on day four and it hasn't, and there's not sunny weather in the the forecast. forecast. So that's right. Yeah. So when we design systems, you know, and take all the information that you've given us, and then we tell you, you know, this is what you can run and give you the numbers and you purchase that system. Don't think that, well, it's now mine. I can do with what I want. And that is true. It is yours. You can do with it what you want, but it's not going to do more than we designed it for. It, It will never do more than we designed it for. I mean, it's a game of numbers. That's why I've it's one of the reasons I love this industry so much. It's a game of numbers, you know, and I love numbers. You know, numbers do not lie. And so if it says it's 500 watts for six hours, I need to produce 3,000 watts and store 3,000 watts of energy. Well, yeah. One of the things we even just talked about was, and the thing is, is you think you know, but sometimes you don't know. Right. A well pump is one of the things that- Huge draw, you know, because- well pumps, you know, and this is something we learned. This was kind of, we're constantly learning here at the store. Hopefully you're learning from us, but, but understand we're constantly learning as well. And so as we get new knowledge, we try to put it out there. A well pump is you always rated in horsepower, right? So at like Wes's house, for instance, he's probably has a one or a one and a half horsepower pump. And so we would look, all basic knowledge says that one horsepower equals about 750 watts of power says 744, but let's say 750 watts of power. So if Wes came to me and said, I've got a well pump, that's a horse and a half. Well, 750, and then is the first horsepower, half of that is 375. Well, I add that together and I come up with 1125 or whatever the number is. I think I'm pretty close. 1125 watts. Well, then I start doing all my conversions. Well, the problem is a well pump is such a hard inductive load into the deal that it does not run at 1175 or 1125 on a one and a half or it runs at about 2800 watts and so not just having you know well i've got this i've got this microwave okay well is it a 600 watt microwave or is it a 1500 watt microwave you know there's huge differences there i mean i mean we're talking 900 watts difference you know and if you're going to be using this thing 
you know, 30 minutes a day, that's a huge draw, especially well, in a smaller and, system. And the other things that people don't think about that are huge, I mean, it's just something like a hairdryer. Oh, you 1,200 watts. And it can be more. It can be more than that. I mean, yeah. you, you know, you know I, some I, of those professional things. Yeah, the average hairdryer is twelve hundred watts, and I mean, just a little handheld. Yeah. Just a, so you have to bring that, and that's one of the things I was talking with her about in that conversation. Is like, I forget she had, you know, obviously she does hair. I think hers was a couple thousand watts, and it's yeah. like you understand that if you use that for the time that you were using that, you would probably need at least five four hundred watt panels, right? producing at a hundred percent just to carry that for however long you had that on. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, if she was using a 2000 watt hairdryer for an hour, it would take, like Wes said, five, 400 watt solar panels could make in that same hour. It would take five, you know, now if she was using it in the hairdressing industry, if she was using it five hours a day, she has basically used exactly what all five panels will be able to produce all day long. You know, so, and you think that's just for a hairdryer. Same thing goes for coffee pots. Same thing goes for everything else. So like, for instance, here at the store, we have a lot of coffee drinkers and we have a little coffee pot back there that is constantly got, keeps the water in the reserve heated. So when you go to make water, it immediately starts making coffee because it's already got the reservoirs pulling from it's already the preheated water. So that that thing stays on all the time. It's constantly drawing electricity and things of that nature. A lot of people just overlook that. And so they get, they may be not so much mad, but they're wondering what's going on with their system. And they, we have to start troubleshooting when we start finding out information there again. So when we ask for the load analysis, basically, which is what you're going to be using, how long you're going to be using it for, then we have to, that's the reason we're asking that because we're going to design a system based off of your load analysis. And if you give us false information. I wouldn't even say false, but if you just don't right. know, you're if taking you just a shot don't, at Yeah, it. if you're just stabbing in the dark and you're like, I don't know, I mean, just an average home, you know, there's no such thing as an average home. There's an average electrical use, but there's no such thing as an average home because, you know, you might have a guy that uses 1,500 watts of, electricity a kilowatts a month at his home and he's got a gas dryer or a gas water heater and everything else you're like well i'm all electric and i use 1500 watts a month and well, i'm all electric well he may be running a welder over here that's pulling 60 amps and he might run it for three hours a day you know well and that's the other thing i was gonna say is even as you look at it even if you looked at your electric bill and you determine whatever your kilowatt usage was yeah. from your electric bill that's not the whole story. That's not. That's because it's going to depend on when you use that too. Right. And so, you know, if you're just looking at that total usage, well, then you're thinking, well, that's my, you know, my average over 30 days or whatever. If, you know, on Mondays is the day that you do laundry and you peak right. on that day, well, that's the day that we have to plan for. Yeah. Because if you go and hit that dryer and the well pump turns on and- the washer turns on and, 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 then your system's going to crash on you. Right. And you're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. There again, that's just having, Wes said it the best earlier, when you decide to be off grid, you got to get in the game. You're a hundred percent vested in this thing and you have to treat it as such that you know exactly what your system's capable of doing and do not exceed that. That's what we're talking about today on this podcast is, 
do not exceed the expectations that was put to the system in the very beginning and the capabilities that the system was made to in the very beginning, you know? So, I mean, I walk out every morning. Yeah. I thump at least two or three of my batteries to see where they are. I'm looking at my mate to see where, what the usage is looked at. And then he also looks at and see what he's made the prior day. You know, when he gets home in the evening, he looks at it and says, okay, well, this is how much I made. If for some reason Wes got home in the evening, he's always going to make something, right? Because solar is always going to make something. It may be very diminished production, but it's going to make something during the day. But if he gets home during the day and he says, oh, okay, well, man, I only made 10% of my total capacity today. You know, at that point, now Wes is set up fairly well where he could probably just go roll on. But I can. And that's one of the very nice yes. things about the way you guys designed my yeah. system. But yeah. if, you know, he said it earlier too, if four and five days goes by that that happened, now he's starting to be like, okay, well, tonight we're not going to dry clothes in the dryer. Tonight we're not going to use the oven to cook our food. We're going to use, you know, maybe just the well, stovetop. Any, or, any reason to go out Right, yeah, I'm going to go out. <laughs> but you just – you're not going to use Pizza it as, it as full on maybe as you would have on those days that you seen your production was a hundred percent. You come home in the evening and you look at your battery bank and it says 99%. Well, man, I can rock on. Well, you know? and, so, and even that. So, I mean, that's one of the, again, I don't think I totally understood it when we were putting it together, Yeah. but that goes back to the panel capability that I've got, which is, right. I forget what it is, like 45. Well, yeah, it's 45,000 45, watts. 45,000 watts. Something and it's like, well, why bigger. would I need for, to generate 45,000 watts a day? Well, the big thing there is if it's a bad day, but I have even an hour's worth of sun, right? I can, you can crank on. Can seriously take and care. Then, of- you know, even with that though, the biggest deal there is, is, okay, he's got all these panels. And let's say he didn't get the hours worth of sun. And the next day he come out, and clear morning, he comes out, and the morning's clear. Immediately the next morning, you know, maybe he's ran his batteries down a little lower than he wanted to. I mean, never got to the hurt capability on them. But, you know, he says, hey, man, I'm at 75% this morning. You know, with that amount of panels he's got now, he headed off to work within – a few hours he's back to full well, capacity again. I, yeah. I will tell you this so far to my knowledge i haven't cycled those fortress batteries the first time yeah yeah and that's a amazing deal <laughs> that's an amazing deal so, so that's what's great about it because once those batteries are full you know west during the day i guarantee you right now at west's house right now i guarantee it that his entire home about the only thing that's on right now is the vampire loads in the air conditioning unit but his entire home right now the battery bank is full and it's directly running just off the solar panels themselves and the solar panels themselves is running everything in that house because the batteries are already full it's just kicking everything and so when he goes home tonight at five o'clock running across he will the have, top of the battery he will be in. still 100 percent full and the cool thing in his house is at five o'clock it won't just be five o'clock. It won't be just six o'clock. Yeah, I mean, it'll be almost nine o'clock. It'll be about nine o'clock. <laughs> his battery bank's a hundred percent full because he has on trackers and his panels are turning with the sun. And until that sun goes down, he's got it. I mean, so that's the cool thing, you know? So, but when we started off with Wes, he gave us the expectation of what he wanted to do. And then we designed the system for that. So when you come in and talk with us or call us on the phone and talk with us, 
You have to give us the expectation of what you want that system to do, and we'll design it for you. And he paid for that That's system. That's exactly right. <laughs> that was- you might not like the number we give you at the end of your expectations because that, you know, life's a trade-off. I've said it a thousand times. Life's a trade-off. If you want to have good comfort in your home and never worry about it, you're going to have to trade dollars. Yeah. That's just what you're going to have to do. So anyway. Okay. All right. Anything else we need on that? Nope. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast or just want to say hello, email us at radio at windandsolar.com. As always, check out our store at windandsolar.com and buy some stuff. Your financial support underwrites our educational outreach like the podcast, YouTube channel, and local STEM collaboration. It also keeps Lucy and her doggy chicken treats. Thanks again for listening.